Hello, everybody. This is RPG Cast 488 for January 19th, 2019. I'm Anna Marie Privetier. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi, Chris Privetier. Hi. Josh! Josh is back! Yeah, I'm back. Hi, Pascal. I'm here. Hi, Kelly. Hello. So, how is everybody enjoying this winter storm? Oh, it uh, was messing with my power, something fierce last night, and really getting on my nerves. Pascal doesn't get winter storms. No, I get um, I get 65-degree winter. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> we went there one get... year, and it hit the 50s, and people were actually mm. wearing the same winter coats that I wore in northern mm-hmm. Ontario. Yep. <laughs> Gloves were sold out everywhere. There was like a citywide panic. That sounds the, about right for the South. A lie. <laughs> the storm was driving me crazy last night because it kept making my power flicker, and I have this carbon monoxide detector that makes this loud beep every time the power goes out. Ooh. So not only would it scare the crap out of me, it would make every single cat in the house scatter. And it was happening like every 15 minutes. Oh, yikes. Is that when you just unplugged it for the night and hoped you didn't die? Uh, I I considered it very deeply, but then I remembered that, oh, I don't know, I got a little too paranoid. It's like, no, I'd better not, because I'll forget to plug it back in, and yeah, go to sleep and never wake up. Fair enough. All right, so speaking of falling asleep and never waking up, Josh is playing Kingdom Hearts. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah. Brutal. Well, I got that, someone gave that to me, the, the entire collection on ps4 for oh, christmas the, story the, the full story the one that only came out in North story America. up till now or whatever yeah 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 so how is it um yeah i've never played kingdom hearts before you turn it on and source says hey that's me i bet you're wondering <laughs> how i got into this situation <laughs> <laughs> so I, i've never played this before i always stayed away from it because it's you know it's supposed to be square and disney and neither of those two things ever you know, I was never a strong fan of it either one, so I'd always just kind of avoided it and started playing it last night. And boy, that mechanically, that game is not very good, is it? Which no. one? The Which original? one? The, the no. very first oh, Kingdom Hearts. D- oh, no. You shut your mouth. That game's fine. You just press the keyblade button a lot. You basically <laughs> smash buttons then and you, have hope to jump. you don't die. And then you yeah. look for where the things are, and then you find Dalmatians. And then you well, go into I mean, the, then you build a gummy ship and you spend 15 minutes and you realize this ship is good enough to beat everything in the gummy levels for the rest of the game. I'm yep. a genius. And then you go under the sea, under <laughs> the sea. I, I hate then that level so much. Then you get to the Tarzan so level and you want to quit. <laughs> yeah, because the platforming in the Tarzan. Yeah. Say what? You'll be in my heart, Chris. Oh. Yeah, the, the platforming in the Tarzan level is awful. The, the, the platforming is the just kind of terrible, period. And the whale is awful. <laughs> um, Really, I I wouldn't even worry about the platforming until you get the glide ability, which yeah, is like very help. late in the game. Well, then like, you can go search for all the got... secrets in, in the Halloween level and you hear dun 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 da 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 dun 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 da 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 for the rest of your life. Just on Halloween. loop for 27 hours. Oh, I haven't gotten that. I'm only like a little bit. 
just just in case you weren't sure. That was oh, one of the funner bosses in the game, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sephiroth. <laughs> no. I don't think Sephiroth is no. in the what? Halloween level. Get it. No, the he's in the game. He's in, yeah, he's in the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. he's in the optional, Coliseum, isn't he? But we're talking. I was talking about Halloween. I was doing channel. the Halloween, Halloween. Because oh. it's just this little MIDI loop for like 85 hours as you wander around that level, <laughs> killing things every time you walk past a gravestone. Yeah, Halloween Town has really bad pacing, which is <laughs> sad because it's one of the cooler levels. Yeah, if it wasn't for the Little Mermaid level, the, this, the Halloween Town would be the worst level in the game. I want you then... all to know, I have played and completed Kingdom Hearts 1 twice. I have trouble I... finishing any game once. <laughs> I think so I, I think that means Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts is good. Like two or three times, you know, at, at the least. At some point, I, I should will... actually finish Kingdom Hearts. I would also like to point out, I have not <laughs> finished any other Kingdom Hearts game. I've only started two, played it for an hour and a half, and then never went back to it, even though I said, this is really cool. I like the way this feels. Um, I like the little button that sneaks me up behind my opponent. And then then, then I played that terrible, awful, terrible card game thing oh, um, on the GBA. Yeah, GBA, so they made yeah. it better oh. for the PS2 re-release. So the collection has the much better version of it. Yeah, that game was terrible. I was yeah. like, I need I... to go back to this so I understand who the heck this this red hair guy is in in the Kingdom Hearts two, and it turns out no, I'd bet I'd rather not know. <laughs> so it was really interesting because when um, the GBA game came out, there were like four of us playing it on staff, and two people were were like slotted to review it, and like two people loved it and wanted to give it like a four out of five or greater and two people hated it and wanted to give it like a two out of five or less. <laughs> See, the, the nice thing about the PlayStation version is that it has an easy mode so you can just kind of fly through that game if you just want to know the story. Oh, and the other or frustrating... you just read it online. No, no, no. why I mean, play that thing? It, it's, it's balanced much better in the remake. The yeah. GBA version... Don't play if it. I want to play a card game, I'll go play Magic or like um, Hearthstone or something. I don't need to play that garbage. It's so better it's, now. It's better now. It's fine now. Fine now. It's fine now. It's kind of a fun game, but there's a lot of mechanics in it that the game does not tell you about that and you kind of need to really know. Counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, there's like the different strokes of the keyblade have different powers, and based on what cards you have slotted into them you do better damage so when do you and get the, the ability does... to turn on the fun <laughs> i i guess that's subjective oh okay. i All right. i don't mind the card game a whole lot um the the, the thing i liked about that collection is that it really kind of the games that are fun to play they are playable and then the games that aren't fun to play are just the cutscenes. Um, that being said, I think that Birth by Sleep, uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 are probably the best ones. You might like Dream Drop Distance, but that one can be kind of hit or miss. That was the 3DS one, right? Yeah. 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 And, 3D and, um, Dream, Dream Drop, Drop Distance. Yeah, Dream Drop Distance is also really short. I beat that in like 10 hours. Man. Yeah. And um, birth, I think of all the, that entire collection, Birth by Sleep, is the best one. But that's the one that you've got to play through three times. 
It's three different, different characters. characters. Yeah. 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 So this it's this unique. is unique. It's not to, like Josh. it reuses all the assets, <laughs> levels, and bosses, right? <laughs> play it three times. Oh, it does, doesn't it? I haven't played it, so I'm just assuming it does. I like that basically all I said was Kingdom Hearts, and then the three of y'all just went off for like five minutes. Yeah, you should know better. It's like <laughs> it's dropping a grenade. Oh, I, I just started it last night, so I'm like at the second place, Traverse Town. So it's like two or three hours in. Cool. Did I'm you just go like to Alice in Wonderland. <clears throat> or are you like heading the... there next? Hmm. Yeah, Alice is first after well after Traverse Town. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's the original island, and then there's Traverse Town, and sure. then there's Alice in Wonderland, which is the first world. Right. Yeah, I still haven't gotten to Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Hopefully that's next. Cool. I, I think I'm about to meet up with oh, uh, Donald and Goofy. Like, like the it, it's just weird, the, the starting part of it, where, like, I'm interested in the Disney stuff with uh, Donald and Goofy, and then you just keep getting all the square stuff with uh, Sora and all. Lots of fetch quests. Bad, bad platforming, lots of lots of stuff where it just doesn't tell you where to go next. Where I'm just like left, like okay, where the hell do I find this thing? Okay, so, I found all these things. Where am I supposed to go now? The some of that, some of that stuff I, in the yeah. later games. So power yeah. through it, you'll be rewarded. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> if you if you don't like slow burns, you're gonna have a bad time in two. I'm well, just thank- warning you. I feel oh, like I remember two much more fondly than one. I just don't remember details from any of it. <laughs> two has one of the slowest starts in the history of an RPG. So from from the little that I remember from what I played from two and one, it's just, I mean, so Josh, I, re- I started replaying the first one a couple of weeks ago, too. I talked about it like for a minute last week. And I'm in Alice in Wonderland, so I'm like five minutes ahead of you. Yeah. But um, it I don't know, like the... The Final Fantasy stuff isn't really, I mean, I know it's supposed to be a mashup, but what about the first game really is Final Fantasy? The fact that there's, you know, child versions of the the characters or... Yeah, that was weird. What like, impact on the story does any of that have? I don't really remember none. that being none. any... So far. They're just kind of a connective tissue, really. That was um, Waka on the first island, right? Yeah. To, yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I wasn't 100% sure because it wasn't his voice and, actor, and it was like, is that supposed to well, be who Waka, is it? Is right? Waka and Riku, maybe? Yeah, Riku, maybe. Somebody else, I can't remember. It's Waka, Titus, and Selfie on Destiny Island. Which it was also kind of weird because they're building that raft to leave the island, but then, you know, like Waka isn't Waka and the other three aren't coming with them and that's never kind of explained. Like, okay, why are they staying on the island and the uh the three main characters are getting off? <laughs> but just, you know, I it doesn't matter like a, anyway, but uh, reasons, it just gives off, Josh, reasons. Reasons. <laughs> okay. It's just a it gives off a, a weird vibe. Like it's not enough Final Fantasy and the well, like you guys said, like in the Disney level sometimes the platforming is is you know it takes over and it saps any fun that you could have and i don't know it's just kind of a, a weird vibe so i think that might be why i like the second game better because i feel like it kind of forges its own like original story a little bit more mm-hmm. yeah I, like it's got organization 13 is that what they're called mm-hmm. and it's just a a lot of like original characters and it so it does away with with this this weird like Here's a couple of Final Fantasy characters that are like really ancillary to the plot, and here's odd Disney worlds. I don't know, I, but I, I just don't remember enough to to even say what I hated and liked about it. Yeah, 
Like, like uh, all the gameplay so far has been crap, but it's still kind of like interesting enough to that I want to keep going. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing is like Kingdom Hearts. I don't think I want to hold it up as like a game of immense quality, but it is entertaining. Yes. That that has been my experience so far. The beginning, I was just kind of like dumbfounded at how bad the gameplay was at the beginning. I, I wasn't expecting it to be just like really, you know, like really loose controls and terrible camera and like I don't remember how much of that is just, yeah, it just being an early PS2 game and how much of that is you know. I, I will say the cutscenes look gorgeous. I don't know if they totally redid them for the PS4. You know, for the think, HDification, but man, I, they look gorgeous. I think they had to redo that game from scratch because they lost the original source code. Ah, uh, is it one of those? Yeah, um, but I, I, I like Kingdom Hearts. I understand why people don't like it because that story is just such, it's the most anime BS story you'll ever find. And, you know, there are videos explaining it and it's still confusing. Yeah, but I, I but I love the Disney worlds and I love the main character because Sora is just so nice and you just want to give him a big hug, and it's a it's a very hard game to recommend to people unless you're like totally into Disney or you can get past anime BS. Yeah, <laughs> that was the other weird thing the about the, the voice acting. The only other weird thing I remember was just the voice acting where the Disney stuff is really well done. You can tell all the Disney voice actors know what they're doing. And then every once in a while, some of the other characters just sound flat and wooden and kind of Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Final Fantasy X-esque, you know, that kind of era of voice acting. It's just like weird to have the contrast between the two where you get like, oh, really good Disney voice acting. And then like, oh, man, this is really wooden and terrible voice acting. Early PS2 voice acting. <laughs> and this, I know this is like the smallest of small things, but it used to really irk me that um, Squall is Leon. What, what is the deal with that? That was a change that I just didn't even understand the purpose of. And it... Lionheart. <laughs> Leon. Lionheart. No, yeah, I know that was his last name, but maybe like, you know, teenage self, teenage me was just so put off by that because I, I really liked the Final Fantasy games and I didn't understand why that wasn't a I didn't His understand. His world what the is point. gone, so he's taken a new name. Is that what that's supposed to be? I because don't know. like the the one other character calls him Squall, and he's like, "No, I'm Leon." And I'm like, "Okay, that was weird." I thought it was "I'm Leon now." <laughs> oh, maybe it was "I'm Leon now." It's almost like there's we all you know there should be a story there revolving around those characters, but there isn't. <laughs> no, Chris. No. 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 All right, Josh, what else have you been playing? Because I think we've kind of plumbed the depths of Kingdom Hearts at this point. <laughs> yeah, oh, we've kind of gone on a bit about it. Sorry. Uh, a bit, you know, other than just putting together IKEA stuff, I've been still making a little bit of progress on Tokyo Xanadu, Woo! which sounds, which is sad since I, I you know, like I, I think I started that the last time I was on, and that was like a month ago, and I still haven't finished it. Mm. Yeah. I, I, How do you like, like it? That, that game is just meh for me like it's not good it's not bad it's just yeah i know and like i think every other like i played you know i'm a big falcom fan and i played uh ease 8 and nayuta last year which had stories of varying quality but at least the combat was like really awesome really sold those games you know and then trails you know, whatever you think of the combat in those games, like the story and the overarching, 
narrative kind of sells those games. And Tokyo Xanadu just kind of felt like everything was just kind of okay, average. Like the story and the characters haven't really clicked with me. And uh, the combat is just, you know, it's not anywhere near as good as like an ease game. And I just kind of feel like, you know, like there's nothing wrong with the game. It's perfectly fine, perfectly average JRPG for me. I'm, I'm going to finish it, but it hasn't really, you know, like, I don't know. Like it hadn't clicked for me like it did for you, Anna. I don't know why. That's, I'm, that's fair. Like it feels like a perfectly fine action jrpg to play but it hasn't like been it hasn't stood out for me and maybe some of that is just coming off you know like playing ease 8 and uh nayuta nokiseki last year where like those games were just like outstanding combat and i'm kind of like comparing it in my head and so i'm like oh the combat just isn't isn't as good in tokyo xanadu and oh yeah the story just it isn't quite you know like it's almost trying too hard with its um with the influences it's aping that it's wearing on its shoulder, you know, it's trying too hard to be a persona like game. And well, like one thing that irked me in uh, Tokyo Xanadu, like, you know, like I, I tend to give games a pass when they, they say, you know, they do that thing where what at some point in the game, one of the characters gives you that this only ever happens in a video game. Isn't that wacky? <laughs> Okay, and like, that, that's yeah, a, yeah. that becomes a bit of a overstatement in Tokyo. Yeah. yeah, well, see, like, I'm willing to give, like, okay, game, you get one of those. You get a pass if you say that. But Tokyo Sandu, they keep saying, you know, you just have characters who keep saying that. What? This only happens in anime. This only happens in video games. I'm like, oh, geez, come on, guys. You know, you don't need to point out the fantastical writing, that, that, you know. Just just play it straight. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the one place where I feel like Tokyo Xanadu is both um, can can be really good and incredibly weak is the localization. Because some yeah. of it's fantastic and some of it's like, did did like six different people write this and not talk to each other? Yeah, there there's definitely it. And it has a lot of like no, no glaring errors, but there are a lot of like small niggling. Uh, oh, there's typos. Typos, yeah, yeah. I mean, that doesn't stop me from enjoying a game, but it does take me out of the game. Yeah, it is annoying. <laughs> and if I, yeah, just like, really, do we have to have that three or four different times? Like, this never happens. I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> but I'm almost done with Xanadu. I'm at the uh, the hot springs. I'm I'm just at the finish of that, so I think I got like a chapter or two left, mm-hmm. something like that. You've got a little bit to go. You're about to run into a plot twist. Plot twist. Plot twist. So Hot Springs, do the guys try to peek at the girls in the Hot Springs? Oh, of course they they do. do. Okay. Of course they do. And there, How dare you long, think anything else? And of course, there's a long, heartfelt uh, uh, conversation between the main character and his childhood friend over, you know, like one of them on one side and one on the other of the hot springs talking to one. You know, like, oh, yeah, it plays up all the yeah. anime and video yeah, game tropes. Tokyo Xanadu is painfully anime. Oh, yeah. But I it mean, is, Cold it, Steel is to an extent, too. Oh, totally. Yeah. This one just didn't click as much for me, yeah, but but you know, in, in its defense, at least it doesn't go on for too long. Nope. <laughs> like some games do. Yeah, if this were fifty or sixty hours, I'd probably be much more annoyed with it. But you know, 
It's a it's a it's a shorter, lighter game. You know, even though the hot springs trope is played out so much, it still makes me laugh my ass off every oh, time totally a gamer, does. gamer anime has that. So you know, so that's pretty much it for me. Speaking of Cold Steel, Kelly, you've been playing Trails of Cold Steel. He, well, uh, back to train up a little bit because what what happened is I I was gonna have Tales of Bisfit. Excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. I, um, I was going to have Tales of Vesperia be my kind of bridge game between now and um, Kingdom Hearts 3. And I tried to play it this week, and I don't know what's going on, but I am not feeling that game. Oh, God. I felt like <laughs> I was the only one. All right. So I started this game um, like when it came out. So like la- the, the 11th. I started it like the 12th, right? So between the 12th and the 17th, I played the game for three hours. And I was just like, I, I, nothing about that game clicks for me except the skits. The skits are amazing. But like, like I, I don't find the combat interesting. None of the characters are really drawing me in. Repeat is cool. Carol's an idiot. Mm-hmm. And like, so, and it, the exploration feels painfully slow. Yeah, and I didn't realize that this game didn't have like a mini map for the various areas that you go into, mm-hmm. and that's driving me crazy because I I get lost so easily. Yeah. And the other thing that's driving that's also driving me crazy is that they changed Yuri's voice actor. So, and sometimes you get Troy Barker, and sometimes you get this other guy. Yeah, which so seemed like a of, terrible idea. Yeah, no, I, I like. Lines. Wait, 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 wait. Troy Barker is he the voice of the dog or something? Or? No. no. Oh, no, did you make, Tro- just say that wrong? Okay. Yeah, Troy I just Baker. said it wrong. Said okay. Troy Baker. I'm I was sorry. hoping his name was Troy Barker, and he was no. Yeah. The comment on his performance, maybe. <laughs> that was my bad. No, no, I love Troy Baker, and he's amazing. And it annoys me that they didn't get him back, or at the very least, get a sound like like Matt Mercer. To you know, kind Isn't of that replacing the gap, so. like somebody who's expensive with somebody who's even more expensive. <laughs> I I don't know. I just know that you know if you're going to cheap out on voice acting, either don't do it or get somebody that at least sounds halfway like them because the disparity between the two voices is like night and day, and it's driving me crazy. So it's one of those situations they should have done like Persona Four Golden, where they just replaced them if they yeah. were yeah they should have just replaced them. Oh, like they did with Chie, yeah. Yeah. And Teddy. Persona! Sorry. So, yeah, I'm putting Vesperia aside. I might not even go back to it. I'm just not feeling it right now. Fan favorite tales gets roasted on Lazest RPG cast. Is this just one of those games that got built up because it wasn't on the PS3 and everyone wanted it on the PS3 and thus, you know. No, that can't be it. I think so. I, I liked it when it came out, and I liked it when I played it initially, but that was years ago, and now I'm just not feeling it. And Wait, I don't so know you played just... it through it entirely originally? Yeah. yeah, I played it on the Xbox, but that was that was so long ago, I don't even remember, and part of that playthrough was uh, a gap, because that was before I moved in with my husband, who was my boyfriend at the time, and he, he had the 360, and I didn't, so I just would go over to his house and play uh play his ex played on his xbox so 
I barely remember any of the story. Well, for my first modern tales, it is not impressing me. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not alone. I, I thought it was just something with me. I, I, I thought I was going to come on here and everybody was going to yell at me. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling it right now. And then a new story later that I'm going to tease right now is like, well, you know, I've got a lot of time now. Let's finally knock trails out of the sky. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> I did, yes. So, yeah, I'm... I'm, I started to back up Trails of Cold Steel. Yay! And I'm running around in the Highlands right now. I just, oh, do you have horsies? Yes, I have horsies. Isn't they're, they're that dri- amazing? <laughs> they're driving me crazy because they don't control like I expect them to, like from Breath of the Wild. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just been fun just running around in the Highlands, killing stuff, and playing with the horsies. And I love how sweet Gaius's family is. And oh, the way they describe food in that particular part of the game makes me so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so I'm on like day one of the field study there and I think I well like I said I was having power problems yesterday and I was afraid that my PS3 was going to get zapped so I stopped just short of like the second round of tasks you have to do there and I'm going to play a lot I'm going to play a lot more of it this weekend but yeah it's I'm not like you're going I, anywhere yeah and we I have till fall to finish both games so it's not like you know I'm too crunched for time, but I definitely want to finish both of those games at least before September. Which I don't know could could be a lofty goal given the <laughs> given long. how long they are. They're yeah. not short. Yeah, Ooh. I'm All gonna right. try. That, that's that's my goal. So <laughs> finish finish trails. Um, did you play much Bowser's Inside Story? Got to the part where they Mario and Luigi get out of Bowser for a little bit, but then have to go back in. Cool. I have that because it came on the same day as Vesperia. Mm-hmm. So I pre-ordered like 10 or 12 games the last day that the Amazon Prime discount was available. Yep. And now I'm now they're slowly trickling in. Yep, so did I. So, man, Bowser's inside story is really funny, particularly with just what a dumbass Bowser is. <laughs> I should not have been drinking. <laughs> like, like I, I did the part where he ate all of the food and then got fat. And I just wanted to say, Bowser, you moron, what did you think was going to happen? Did he get the blorbs? No, he just he ate a bunch of food. Or he ate a bunch of food. Fawful gave him and got really chunky. And of course, I'm I'm laughing my ass off because I kept calling him Big Chungus. <laughs> and eventually, was that he, what that was about? No, that that was that's like a whole different that, meme. But, I missed that whole thing, but it it made me laugh. That that's a whole different meme that I drew a fat chocobo and called it Big Chungus and. I I also tangentially related. I rolled a barbarian in Diablo three that I also named Big Chungus, and <laughs> for me that's a meme that'll keep on giving. Yeah, but, I saw you but, playing Diablo three on the Switch. I didn't know you had it. Yeah, I need to get Chris's uh, friend information so that I can send him gifts because right now I keep getting gifts for J Scarp, and I don't even know if he's playing it right now. I think I just booted it up. 
<laughs> keep, I really played any. <laughs> I keep getting gifts in my inventory. That's like gift for J Scarp, but I'm like, okay, Sweet. well, we have we should have like an RP Gamer Diablo three Switch night. Okay. We should. Yes, because I I've, would play that. Yeah, I didn't put up, I didn't put it on my list because I've just been kind of tangentially playing that like on my lunch break when I'm really just want to go beat up some monsters because I'm mad at work. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's and a I, very I, good game for smashing things in the face. Yeah, and and I love uh, doing the treasure goblin dungeon every day. Ooh, that's right. But um, but yeah, Bowser's Inside Story. I, I'm loving that game. Um, I don't know how much further I've got because I I know I have to go pick up like three MacGuffins now. So I imagine that it's not going to be, it's going to be pretty smooth sailing from here. I need to look up a walkthrough and just see how much further I have. But I, I love that game, and just Bowser is such an idiot. So everything he, go oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Every everything he does in that game, you're just seeing it as a third party. It's like you you are so stupid, Bowser, but it's okay. I still love you. <laughs> it's okay, Bowser. We still. Seriously, he's like a big stupid cat. So you've been playing Diablo three this week, Chris. I you? have. I have played the Diablos. I come to you having played the Diablos. I, I'm just still playing Diablo um, on Switch. I'm addicted again because, you know, have Diablo. You, have, have you been doing the campaign or have you been doing adventure mode? Just adventure mode. I okay. played a little campaign and said, why am I doing this? Right, to unlock things that are already unlocked. So back to adventure mode. So I'm currently farming T9s and trying to figure out how to get my build good enough to do T13s and doing lots of research and looking for set pieces and stuff. And he's watching a lot of Doctor Who. I'm watching so much Doctor Who on Twitch. So it's just uh, Diablo and Doctor Who, you know, because why not? That sounds like a good combination. It's a really good combination, but Anna won't join me for it. She just leaves. I just... I watched Classic Who growing up. You watched it with me during the last marathon. Yes, and... And now we're watching different ones that we didn't see last time. We're... We could be, at least, but you don't do it with me. You're bored. We're about to get into the three series that we watched, like, all of them. Yes, but I'm not talking about what's coming yeah, up. I'm but, talking about what just happened. Yes, so we're, so the thing is, is you're all you're watching the last two weeks is The Fourth Doctor, which is the series that I grew up on. Not the last two weeks. What do you say? Like, the last week, and then before that was Third Doctor. Yeah, I grew up on him. You can't say you grew up on every Doctor. Uh, those two in particular, I watched a lot of. And there was Second Doctor. You didn't grow up on him. Yeah, but I, I don't know. And first, first Doctor. First and Second Doctor just aren't that interesting oh, to me. Oh, for goodness sake. The First Doctor can't remember his damn lines. That's true. He flubs a lot of lines. It's really funny. So who's best classic Doctor? Tom, Tom Baker. Baker. <laughs> he is. But you can get to a point where you've had too much of him, like eating too much chocolate. Yeah. If, does that make sense? Chris last night totally. found all of the advertisements that Tom Baker did for Prime Computers. Yeah, that, that was good. That's a good YouTube video. Go watch that. Because they they do they totally like do him as the Doctor. They don't do it as so they. It's not Tom Baker recommending Prime Computer. It's it's Doctor the Doctor. Who. They actually call him Doctor Who in one of the commercials. <laughs> Doctor Who, yes. <laughs> 
No, no, you're not supposed to do that. Doctor. Don't Doctor you know who? the rules? That's yes. not how this works. All right. So, um, yeah. So I had an interesting last week because uh, I, I was desperately trying to make myself play Vesperia and I was hating it. Um, but I got a review code for Fairy Fencer F, um, Advent Dark Force on the Switch. Um, and I wasn't expecting it. Um, so I was like, okay, I, 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 this game has always looked really interesting to me. I've watched my friend Ninji stream it. You know, I have a couple friends that say, hey, I think you'd really like this game. And I was like, all right, it's out on the Switch. I'll give it a try. And I played it for more than four hours yesterday, which is more than I played of Tales of Vesperia on these six days previously. So Fairy Fencer F is really cool. Um, it's about a guy who doesn't want to be a fencer, but too bad because he pulled the sword out. And so he is a fairy. He's a fencer. F. <laughs> Press F to pay respects. <laughs> so the main character is obsessed with nothing but food. Um, and his fairy. Oh, so it's a Japanese RPG. And Got his it. fairy is obsessed with gathering the other 100 furies. So the sword that he pulled out, it's called a fury. Furies are swords that have fairies in them. F. First press F. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out what the F is in the title. <laughs> so, you keep, F. so you just keep saying F just in case it fits? Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that F was paying respects. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's Fairy Fencer F. So if I talk about the fairies and the fencers, don't I have to talk about the F too? I don't know. Were we talking about the F before the show, or is no, that something else? No, no, no pre-show. PG. No, PG. no, no. <laughs> All right. Um, so, AJ. yeah. Once you, uh, once you have sort of accrued your your fencer and your fairy and your F. Respects. Respects. Um, you go out into the world, and so the idea is, is um, there are there is the goddess and the vile god who were sealed away by a hundred furies. Anna. Uh-huh. Why do you serve the vile god? Shut up! You've been summoning forces I, from I the vile god. Once, okay, and they, they all were very at me. mad at you. <laughs> yeah, so um, basically, you get uh, teleported to a dimension between dimensions where the goddess and the vile god is are it trapped. velvet? Huh? Is it a velvet room that you're in? No. Oh, may as well be. <laughs> so the, the goddess and the vile god are trapped with a hundred fairies which are the swords and you, you put a fairy in the, they've got fairies in them and you can pull them out. So the idea is, is um, once, once you're in that dimension, as you gather furies from the real world, you go into this dimension and you um, transfer the fairies from the furies that you find in the real world into the furies that are sticking down the goddess so that you can revive the goddess. The thing is, is the, the vile God's also there and he's got all these furies stuck in him. They're swords, they're weapons. Not necessarily swords, but long story. Um, and so it, the game repeatedly tells you not to pull the Furies out of the Vile God. And I'm like, well, the more you tell me not to do it, the more I want to do it. So I did it once and everybody yelled at me. <laughs> Why do they give you the option if it's so bad? Right? Pull all the swords. Get the bad ending. <sighs> Maybe it's the actual good ending. Who knows? Maybe you're being played, Anna. Maybe. Besides, they could stop you if they wanted to. Not really. My fairy can't stop me. Why? Because she's my fairy. Well, who else is there to yell at you? Maybe uh, they could other, stop you. Other fencers? They could stop you. No, Maybe so they far would they stop haven't. You. They just keep they just pulling at me. swords. Anna, they're so pretty. Yeah. Those swords look very strong. Mm-hmm. I think 
Have you gotten all of the characters already? No, because they they sort of slowly peter them in. So they introduce you to a lot of the characters very quickly, but they don't all join your party immediately. So I'm four hours in, and I have three party members out of the five that I will get. So um, that that means you've already gotten the the girl with the the I don't know what he's he's like a manservant or somebody who watches over who cooks yeah, a lot of food. That's her fairy. She's a fan. And she's server. very fan servicey. Yeah, she basically wears a <laughs> tiny piece of cloth that is tied across her breasts. So I like finishing battles with her because then she bounces up and down. And it goes boing boing. And it's like a, a camera down, so it's right onto her boobs. <laughs> Subtle. She she's like PJ! the fan service character. PJ. I feel like um, there's a there's kind of a cool story twist that happens though about like halfway through. I, the way I remember it, the first half of the game, the story was kind of like by the numbers. Like it kind of takes you just the way you would expect from like one place to another. Like it didn't offer a lot of surprises that I remember. No. But um, they save it up. There's a like a really neat twist, and I I, I couldn't spoil it even if I wanted to because I don't remember what it is. Okay, I'll but, be on uh, the lookout for it. Keep Must going. Be really you, awesome. If, like, so, if you like it already, I do. you're probably going to really like it. And here's the thing that I really like is as you pull out swords from either the Vile God or the Goddess, the Furies um, get special um, elements, get special um, buffs and debuffs to them. So they always get one buff, one debuff. And then you can stab the Furies into the world map and change the dungeons you're going into based on those um, buffs and debuffs. So like I I can like stab a sword in and I get increased experience, but my physical defense goes down. There's one that like decreases. There's a dungeon that's like all magic attackers. So I stabbed a magic attack down, physical attack up into that dungeon and it was super easy. So yeah, I like sort of that idea of being able to customize the dungeons based on how you want to play the game. Um, the Switch version, I don't know if it's just because I got a review code or if, if it's an actual game. I'm pretty sure it's the actual game. Um, it comes with all of the DLC that was available for the PS4. So you get like, and you can turn these off and on. So there's like new difficulty modes, extremely hard, extremely easy. Um, there's armor for everybody. There's items that you can get. There's costumes that you can get. There's additional, um, fairies that you can unlock. Um, and they're all like they're all like S rank and A rank that you can't get in the game when you first start because when you first start you're getting C rank fairies and then you get B rank fairies and then you get A rank fairies and you equip the fairies to resonate with your fairy and uh, it lets you it lets you unlock um, stat boosts and special abilities and stuff like that so this plays a lot like a nep nep game and it even has nep nep sound effects. Mm. So if you're a nep-nep girl like me, you're going to feel right at home. So yeah, um, Fairy Fencer F, it's out on the Switch now. I have questions about Make more, sure that you patch it. What does a nep-nep girl mean? I I played all the Neptunia games. Okay. This is made by is Compile Heart and Idea Factory. Right. Yes, we have jackets. Okay. Uh, now you need a patch for this game, apparently? Yeah. Do you put so, the patch on your jacket? No, you put the patch on the game. Okay. So if you get this game, make sure you update it to What happens point. if you don't patch it? Uh, there's some issues. Some, some big issues, right? Yeah. You reported an issue. And I they're did. like, oh, yeah, we're pushing the patch for that right now. Yeah, yeah it was funny because <laughs> I, I talk with the PR guy for Idea Factory International on Skype, right? 
So I Skyped him. I'm like, hey, man, um, just so you know, there's this problem with Ferry Fencer F. He's like, oh, that's that's not a problem. We're going to patch it. I'm like, cool, when? He's like, right now. Bing goes my email. <laughs> and it's an email from Robbie going, hey, here's what patch 1.01 covers. You should update your game now. I'm like, wow, that's service. Yeah, you're making me jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we wish we could all get the games patched like that? Uh, yeah. And I mean, I just, I love how much personality this game has because it has all of these little cute touches. So like your fairy gives you um, tutorials that teach you how to use the game. And all of the screens are like taped up with, with like clear tape. It's just got all of these little touches that are really cute and sort of add this neat dimension to the game. So, and if you're watching us live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer, you could see what I was talking about because Chris is showing a video of the game. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want to compare it between PS4 and Switch. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Yeah, the PS4 version is older, though. Yeah. So while Chris does that, Pascal, tell us about what you've been playing. Uh, I've pretty much just more Monster Boy. Every day, more Monster Boy. It's so good. I talked about playing the first like hour or two last week. And I think I'd mentioned like, yeah, it seems like it's good, but I had no idea. It's so good. It's it's um I mean it is a it is a Metroidvania game, but uh in that realm it's um it's really worth recommending. I th- right now I have um I should be getting close to the end. I have five out of the, the six different forms unlocked. And what I was playing last week, um when you first the first level you play in your uh, original, I guess, uh, human form, and then you immediately get turned into um, the first form, which is a pig, and you can't change out of it. And you can't change back to your human form later on either, um, but you can change between the different animals as you unlock them. So right now I have um, a pig, a snake, a frog, um, a a lion and a dragon and each form has different abilities um, for combat, for exploration. And this is how basically how the game opens up new areas. But what I didn't know is that the, um, the dungeons in the second half of the game get ridiculously long. I think I spent, um, so, I mean, I'm only playing, you know, maybe two to three hours a day, but I spent two full days just to get one through one uh, second half game dungeon. And um, then the dungeon after that, I think I needed like two hours to beat the boss. So the boss fights are are getting really difficult, too. So it's it's so much fun. It's a lot of challenge. And I just like I can't get enough of it. I can't wait to go back to it as soon as we finish recording, as a matter of fact. Is this a remake of an old Monster World game or is this a completely new one? Yeah, didn't I think somebody has that last week too? This is a new I one. This is a new one. The um, remake was last year by Dottie okay. Me. This is a new one involving the people who made Monster Boy. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I I still haven't taken the time to like get myself educated on the the history behind it all. Well, <laughs> so. the the whole thing is confusing. Oh yeah, there's like Adventure Island stuff in there. Yep. And... Yep. The point is, this is the new Monster Boy. Totally okay. new. Okay. There's no switch back to 8-bit mode in this one because <laughs> there is no 8-bit version. <laughs> yeah. And and speaking of, um, you know, the graphics, like this is easily, I think so far, the best looking game I've played on the Switch and like maybe just one of the 
best animated games I've I've ever played. Like the I can't stop um just you know being being uh, impressed by the graphics. The the character animation, sometimes even the backgrounds are just like so beautiful. It's the way that um I remember thinking that like mm, Super Nintendo games looked really good back when that first came out. That's how I feel right now. And it, it looks like you're it looks like a cartoon in a good way. I mean it's yeah, it's it's just like it's buttery smooth animation. Like and not not just that, but colorful and um yeah, I mean I don't I don't really like I don't even know how to talk about it without just going into like super specific detail, but it's it's worth playing if you have any like interest at all in platforming or Metroidvania. But there's so much more to it than just saying yeah. it's a platformer. Like well, there's no, entire you gotta, you gotta change the different forms, do different puzzles, and get to different areas. Yeah, I was gonna say stuff. there's entire rooms and dungeons where there's no combat at all. It's just puzzle solving, and sometimes the puzzles and it's it's all traversal type puzzles so depending on your your various forms and switching between them but they can be they can get really tough and it's you know it's very refreshing to see um the amount of care that's put into it and there's a lot of humor um there's uh, what is it like like a couple of um i've played a couple of bullet hell shooter sections um they they found a way to include like a little rhythm mini game there's all kinds of little gameplay elements that just show up sometimes just little one-offs um, that somehow you know utilize a, an item you find or a, or a form that you've unlocked. Um, it's just a lot, so much variety. I, it, the list of things to say about it just goes on and on, and they're almost all positive. There's almost nothing to to be annoyed about. Like my only complaint, maybe um, it's not really even a complaint. My only negative is that the dungeons, as long as they get the music, starts a little bit becoming repetitive. But that's almost like it's it's too much of a good thing because the music is also like top notch. So like my only complaint is that you have to hear it repeat over and over in so the so dungeons. The, the tracks are a bit short. It sounds like, uh, it, 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 mm, I pay more attention to that. I'm not, I'm not convinced that that's what it is. It's just the dungeons are so long that you will hear that same track. Just, just go, you know, it, it's yeah. not about, um, okay. it's a short track, just a long dungeon, but that's, what I'm saying is you're hearing a lot of a good music track, you know? <laughs> so that's hardly even a complaint. I was going to um, say, if, if if it's like the Kingdom Hearts games where it's one song on a loop over and over again and it's annoying, that's one thing. But if the music is decent and it's on a loop. So it's all at least decent. There's some that are really, really good music tracks. And then the I would say like the, the lowest um, uh, quality music is, like you said, decent. You know, that that's not a complaint. That's just... Um, just a fact, I guess, that I'm pointing out. No, it's it's um, it's definite. I'm I'm sad that I feel like I'm getting close to the end. Um, but for the for the first half, it is every dungeon you complete, you get a new form to change into. So you know, I, I thought it was going to be over a lot sooner than it is. Um, there have been a few dungeons since then that don't necessarily give you another form, so it kind of uh, adds a little bit more content. I just finished kind of like what you were saying, Kelly. I just had a an extra. Uh, MacGuffin hunt put on me. Mm-hmm. So after, at some point, it says, well, in order to proceed, now you need to find three ancient relics. And it has nothing to do with, like, getting new forms or anything like that. You just have to comb the um, comb the map for secrets that you've missed. So it, it gives you a um, an incentive to go back and find some of those hidden areas. Because like any good Metroidvania, there's a lot of, tons of hidden uh, treasure chests and secrets. 
if you just go back and re-explore. And there's a whole other form I have yet to find, so I'm, you know, I'm kind of hoping that there's plenty of stuff that they'll still uh, put into the game after you get your six forms. But I, you know, I kind of have a feeling that there's it's going to be an ending soon. But it was a very good game, excellent. Out of curiosity, Pascal, are you a friend of? Are you a fan of the Shante series at all? Um, I think I would be. I've only played it for a few minutes, but it 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 does. It does look like a game that, um, from what I from what I played, I would enjoy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because because I'm watching the gameplay and hearing you describe some of the animal forms and stuff, and that's almost exactly Shante. I didn't even know you could do that in there. It depends which one. There's one that doesn't have animal forms. Mm-hmm. But other than yeah, that, but th- that one's more like a traditional Metroidvania, and you get items that kind of replace the um, animal forms in that one. That's Pirate's Curse, but the uh, uh, other ones. Risky's Revenge and Hatch Genie Hero has animal forms. So there was a um, there was a boss I I played uh, was uh, two days ago I think I finally beat him. Um, so a late game boss and when you first encounter the boss arena, um, he talks to you in a language that you don't understand and it's it's a language like Do Re Mi Fa Sol La Ti Do like it's completely made out of um, sound of music uh, syllables mm-hmm. and. Um, at at some point you realize, oh, I'm supposed to be able to understand him because you can't engage in battle with him. He just sends you back to like the uh, the previous checkpoint because you don't understand what he's saying. Um, and so I thought I had to comb the area to find a um, like an, an item that lets me understand the boss. And so I spent some time doing that. Eventually, my um, companion—it's not a like a combat companion, but there is another character that travels along with you in this dungeon. Um, that you know performs certain actions on his own occasionally, and he mentioned something about well, can't you change the language setting? And there are multiple. Um, there's no 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 oh, voice for dialogue. Sake. <laughs> there's multiple uh, written um, language options. So I went back into the menu and cycled through the, the the language options for a while, and it's you know it's it's whatever whatever language options English, Portuguese. Um, German, French, you know, and all that stuff. And I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to select. And then I noticed there's an extra option that just popped into the menu. I think it must have just popped uh, at that moment or like in this dungeon. It's it's the next option underneath the language option as a special, what is it called? I think it's called um, boss, like boss language filter or something like that or translation filter. And you can set it between off and on. So you have to set that to on so then you can understand the boss and fight him. And then it took like an extra two hours of trying to um, to beat him to finally get past it. But it's just little like there was no need for that to be in there. But it's a, a really cool little thing just to, I don't know, add a little bit of flavor to it, I think. Okay. I, I love it when games do fourth wall stuff like that. So it's, I mean, it's, um, you know, it's a really early, I think it came out in 2018, but so I just started playing it now and it's my first surprise of 2019 and it's really worth it. Well, I'm going to, I would like it, but not, I wasn't expecting to love it necessarily. Yeah. I'm going to have to check this out because I'm getting, definitely getting Shantae vibes from watching gameplay video on the stream. Yeah, and I, I think I think if you like this one, you should definitely check out the Shantae series when you're done. Yeah, here. That is on my list. I've had that on my list for a little bit. Um, I think I'm about anywhere between maybe 12 to 15 hours in. 
And so I'm guessing it's going to be 20 hours, maybe a little bit under 20, probably a little bit more if you if you're a completionist, because there's, like I said, tons of stuff still to find. But yeah, that's so that's my my pretty much my whole gaming this week, but it's, you know, well worth it just to focus on one game when it's when it's like that. Awesome. All right. That's the that's all we've been playing, right? Think so. Yeah. Time for the news. Yeah. Boop, 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 so I'm actually gonna move one of these up. Okay. So that we talk about it. What are we talking about? First. Uh woo. That didn't work. Woo. Let's try that again. Woo. There we go. All right. So um Monster Boy and the Cursed Kingdom came out last year technically, so hopefully people played it if it's going to be el- need to be eligible for game of the year. Hmm. All right. So, news. Well, you don't care. All right. Hello? Hello. Am I talking Hello? to anybody? We're waiting for something. I news? did boops. I did boops oh. already. Oh, I didn't hear you. Boop boop boop. Thank you. Ah, oh, goodness. We just we I don't... was just trying to make sure Monster Boy got its fair shake at uh, Game of the Year uh-huh. and no one seems concerned, right. so news. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> NIS America announced okay. that they're localizing Trails of Cold Steel 3. Yay! Oh, yay! Big news. Yeah. Um, and the internet burned down. And the internet kind of burned down. Uh, and then the next day they had a panel at PAX South where they announced that like the three three of the people behind Trails of Cold Steel 1 and 2 are coming back to work on Trails of Cold Steel 3. Yay! Yay! Thomas, Which I was. Oh, whose go ahead. Last name I never remember. Um, he was the translator for one and two, so he's translating three. He's also going to proof for consistency. Um, they also have Chris Nig. I think that's no. I always Eagle? mispronounce his last name. It's K N I G G E. Yeah. And it's it's pronounced in a way that I never remember. Nigget. No. No. Okay, that's something else. Um, and he's told me, I've met him at E3, and he's told me how to do it, and I never remember. I'm sorry, Chris, don't hate me. Um, yeah, so he has done a lot of really cool localizations. I think my favorite localization from him is Yokai Watch. Because uh-huh. it's like he gets the idea of how to translate humor from one culture to another. So if you hate all the corny jokes in Yokai, go yell at him. Um, but yeah, he. He's a good localizer, and uh, they also have Brittany Avery or Hatsu working on it. And to me, that's really important because she did all the voice direction for Cold Steel 1 and 2. And that's the thing that I want to continue to be consistent. Well, she also worked on, like, keeping all the terminology consistent between all the different games, yeah, too. Yeah, so she, she's the one that kind of... Um, developed the the hero uh, the hero uh, hero the legend of heroes um, bible. No, the legacy of heroes, Anna. We'll get to oh, that. God. We'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, get to that. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. So I mean, when you're working on a, a long term game series, particularly one that might have bounced from developer to developer, um, one of the ways to keep things consistent is to basically have a terminology bible. And, and, and Trails has tons of, you know, you'll have characters so who were more. like 
kind of like small NPCs in the first game who become important later on. Lots of different things get mentioned and then, you know, get brought back up. So, yeah, that sort of consistency is important. important. And especially for the localizer is tough because sometimes they don't know that something that was kind of a throwaway thing back in Trails second chapter becomes important. Becomes super important. Yeah. You weren't kidding when you called this anime Game of Thrones. (laughs) Yeah. No, totally. And I've done one of these sort of like catch-up books before um, for for like the River City franchise because it has something like five different localizers between all the different games. And so it was like trying to find some sort of consistency was oof. Yeah, that infographic that they released about how many words the, the script has. One and can... one million. And how they compared it to, like, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. That was fascinating. Yeah, it's it's yeah. like two and a half times the size of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. It, it's about the same amount of words as, like, all of the Harry Potter books put together. Mm-hmm. Well, wow. Just it, so you know, this time they're going to just mime. <laughs> <laughs> There's not going to be any text in anyone. And so here's the thing that concerns people, and it kind of concerns me. Is when they announced this, they announced it as Trials of Cold Steel 3. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Yeah, yeah. And um, then when they had their their slideshow at PAX South, um, they called it the Legacy of Heroes in one of their slides. So obviously those people who work on the localization have not been involved with the marketing, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's like they... they... You know, they were doing what they had to do after Ease 8 kind of blew up in their face, which I always thought that Ease 8, the localization at least, had um, really memeable errors, but not necessarily overall was that bad of a localization. You know, it had those, it had big hole that was easy to make fun of. Big but... hole. <laughs> Especially since there was already English in the Japanese version. Yeah, that, that was the worst part. They made it worse than it was in the Japanese version. But... Like, the rest of the game, for the most part, was fine, but you knew the internet was going to blow up when when they heard that Nisa was getting uh, trails. But they did the right, you know, like, they did the thing that they needed to do by bringing in a lot of the ex-exceed people who had worked on also, it to try and calm those they're, nerves. They're, they're taking way more time to localize this. Mm-hmm. Than, oh, are they? Yeah, they've, well, been, they've well, been working the, on it for a while. Yeah. The other big thing I think that was smart is that you notice that there's no promise of any other ports, no PC port, no Switch port. It's just PS4 for now. And I think that was probably a smart move, after, especially after the train wreck the uh, Ease 8 P- uh, PC port was. That thing was a, a gosh-awful mess. Now, I mean, like, Trails shouldn't be anywhere near as difficult to port as Ease was because Ease is a completely custom engine that uh, Falcom's been making for Sony platforms for, you know, whatever, like 15 years. So it's not exactly uh, easy to take that and stick it on, just stick it on another system. And I'm, I'm not sure NIS was quite aware of how custom that engine was. Thankfully, the Trails engine is on one of those... Uh, uh, oddly enough, a Sony multi-platform engine. What is it? The Fry engine, and so it should be much easier is that to port the one to PC. that Futurama is made in. Yeah, okay, got it. <laughs> I think Chris. they, I think they came up with that when they started the Vita and the PS3, where they were trying to get people to make things in that engine so they could easily make Vita and PS3 games, but also put them on other stuff. I think that's where that engine came from. But it. 
I, I assume ports are going to come. They just didn't want to have that same sort of mess, like run into problems and then delay it or have have big issues again that would blow up in their face and become bad PR all over again. Right. And I mean, like, I I only played the new Ease 8 localization, but I mean, I've seen side-by-side comparison screenshots and it's like, it wasn't amazing the original translation wasn't amazing, but I don't know if it was burned down the world bad. It was not. It was not burned down the world bad. Like I said, it had those really embarrassing problems in it. And the 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 crazy thing was is like I played the review copy of uh, of it for the Switch, and it still had localization errors even by that point. Like they still had to do patches to the Switch version to fit you know to finish polishing polishing the localization there even though that game came out, what, like eight or nine months later? Yeah, so they stuck the original script in to get it through, um, like, uh, approval and lot check, mm-hmm. and then they didn't patch it fast enough for it to be caught up to the new script. Yeah. That I cannot explain or justify, and I'm not even going to try, <laughs> because I don't know how their internal stuff works like that. That seems personally to me like a really poor workflow, but yeah. I don't know what pressures they have on them for that kind of stuff. So, Nisa's doing Trails of Cold Steel 3. They're only promising PS4. It is pretty obvious that a PC version is also coming, and people that seem trustworthy are also working on it. Yeah. So, oh, and, and because it's Nisa... Oh, we're getting the the really nifty uh, collector's edition too. Yeah, it has a mishy plushie. It has a big mishy plushie. And that's why I'm playing through the first two games because I need to justify that collector's edition just to get that cat. <laughs> Don't worry. Have you met Mishy yet? Or you... Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was an Easter egg in uh, Ease Eight. What? Yeah, he was in Ease Eight. You could find Mishy. He was oh. in one of the dungeons. He was just standing there. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize. That... No, he's not the one that he, you fed food to, is it? I can't remember. No, Maybe. That... So the pelican is the one you fed food to. Yeah, Yeah, the pelican you fed food to. He was just hiding in one of the uh, dungeons in Ease 8. You could find him and see him. Yeah, and I didn't course... realize. Sorry, I didn't realize that Mishy was Falcom's mascot. Yeah. They've kind of used him. He was originally introduced in the Crossbell games. He's like a mascot for a amusement park in Crossbell. Okay. Yeah. They so kind of use him as a mascot as well. It, it, he doesn't have as much oomph in North America because we didn't get any of the Crossbell games. Yeah. Sad face. They're they're still talking about trying to do something about localizing them, but well, we'll see. I mean. Falcom has basically prevaricated on whether they're interested in bringing those games up to a modern system. And I think a lot of that is going to be predicated on how well Cold Steel 3 and 4 sell. Because mm-hmm. it has to be worth it for them to put in that time. Yeah. Well, Falcom doesn't really want to be doing ports anymore. They've they've said they don't want to really be doing... I, I don't know how true that really will be. When, when we get new systems, they'll probably want to put... Ease on, you know, Ease 1 and 2 is on every system going back forever. But at least they've said they really don't want to be doing ports anymore, that they're trying to concentrate their production on new new games. 
So that right. may be something where they partner with NIS to do a do a port of those games if it looks like it makes sense. Maybe. All right. Um, so if you're looking forward to Kingdom Hearts three, um, I have good news and bad news. The bad oh, news what's is, the bad news? Um, the game doesn't ship complete. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Um, there's no there's no prologue or epilogue on the disc. Okay. You can. How have, do I get those? You you have to download the patch. Are they out day one? Yes. Well, then who cares? So, uh, sorry. Um, so, what day does this game actually come out? 29th. Okay, 29th. So, um, January 29th, you will get update 1.01, which includes data fixes, adds the memory archive option, um, which is a digest of the series so far, to the game's title menu. January oh, good. January 30th, <laughs> which is the day after the game comes out. Um, you can download and watch the epilogue video viewable to those who have completed the game and seen the main ending. Like you're going to do that in a day. January 31st, um, you can download a secret video, which, of the, which is viewable to those who have completed the game, seen the main ending, and completed, we don't know, unspecified criteria. Collect all the Dalmatians again. God, no, Chris. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. All right. So yeah, I You hope... have to finish development of Final Fantasy XV's DLC. Damn it! And then, <laughs> then you can get the secret ending. All right. So uh yeah. Uh Kingdom Hearts three launches uh January twenty ninth, twenty nineteen for PS4 and Xbox One. Cool. So are those three separate patches or is uh, it one it patch and like it, it, right? Three separate downloads. Oh good lord. Yeah, so... I I'm not real. I'm not jumping uh, up and down at this. I also don't care because it's going to happen automatically. So just whatever. Yeah, but Chris, we have good internet. Uh-huh. A lot of places in the U.S. Uh, that's why they're breaking it up, because they want it to be smaller downloads. Still, you're asking a lot of people. That's a couple of gigs. Yeah. Is well, it, you know, is it's it... still tiny compared to other modern games. Again, you're asking a lot of people who have bought a physical... Co- copy of the game and want it complete it's square enix i don't do rational decisions okay that's fair two questions one isn't this to prevent spoilers from leaking yes for a day well no i mean the game got out last month oh okay and and to you know i'm just you know i don't like this digital download future stuff and what's going to happen and like 20 2070 when they shut down the servers for these updates. You know what's going to happen? You're not going to care. You'll be dead. (laughs) Well, I won't be dead. I'm going to live forever. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. You're going to care a lot. You should back up your stuff. I mean, my instinctual argument is if you haven't played it by 2070, you weren't going to play it anyways. I know. I just, I don't like this kind of... Listen, by 2070, you're going to have the 8K... You're going to have... By 2070, you will have the 24K remakes. Okay. The story so far will be out. Because Kingdom Hearts 73 is about to come out. Come on. (laughs) You know how this works. Nothing dies. It gets rebooted and remade. That's, That's not true. It's why people are struggling with video game conservation. Yes, and this will be conserved. Okay. Because it's Kingdom I, Hearts and people won't let it not be conserved. Okay. I, ju- I just needed um, to know Final because Fantasy stuff like VIII. that bugs me. Just saying. Final Fantasy VIII what? Uh, there's, there's we can these... rip it and play it on emulator. Uh, hey, that's about... all I'm guaranteeing. I'm not guaranteeing they'll be able to put out the game again. Okay. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about with Final Fantasy VIII? Um, 
pretty the, sure the source, the source code, code lost. might be gone. <laughs> oh right. Because you know we, oops, <laughs> that PC part. We're able to put that out. <laughs> it's hot garbage. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> back to news. Um, if you are interested in playing Record of Agris War Mariage, uh, seek help. Just call. It- <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, that's not fair. Okay. If you're interested in it, when can I play it? February 1st. I mean, it, uh, assuming somebody were interested, when could they play it? Not not me, of course. I'm, I'm actually interested in this. Oh, of course you are. You want to <laughs> marry some sausages. They're girls. Oh, whatever. This is the sausage series. No, it's the series where you fight stuff, and then you woohoo a girl, and then you play as the resulting project. Child. Yeah. Is this sausage? one 100 hours long? No. Oh, good. Well, this is a spin-off game. Are you sure it's still tactical? No, it's okay. it's about it's about woohooing a girl and having kids. Well, so were the other ones. Yeah, but there was more stuff involved. Okay. This is primarily the woohoo. It looks like you're beating up a lot of monsters. You are, but it look, it's for a good cause. I don't even see any guys in this game. The main character's a guy. That's a guy? There, there's a guy somewhere in there, okay? Okay, I'll take your word for it. You'll have to um, tell me Anyways, uh, if you buy um, uh, between February 1st and February 8th, you'll get 30% off. And if you really woohoo for the woohoo, there's a deluxe bundle that includes a digital character art book, digital event art book, three desktop wallpapers, six mobile wallpapers, oh, do I have and to a buy this stupid thing original for you? soundtrack download. I will probably get the base game. Don't get it at all. It's Record of Agarest War. Yeah, I liked Record of Agarest Nobody War. Nobody liked Record of Agarest War. But, okay, fine. Moving on. Um, So, surprise, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission got announced for North what America What does that even Europe. mean? So, this is like a... This is a children's card game. Oh, 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 can I play it on motorcycles? No. Oh. Yeah, so this is... um. Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission is like this alternative reality where instead of the fighters fighting Dragon Ball, the cards fight Dragon Ball. What? What do you mean the cards you... fight Dragon Ball? The card. So instead of people fighting, they're they like, fight with throw cards. out a card! Okay. Yes. So do you activate a Trunks card? It looks like yes. it, yeah. Yes, you do. So, um, Yeah. Wait, and then the cards put out little spirits who fly up into a game grid and then fight in the... And then Dragon Ball. So is it a card game or is it an action game? Yes. So oh, this is, no. This is a card game it's RPG. The worst of all worlds. It looks awesome. But so there are 350 characters from across the various um, Dragon Ball series. Oh, this looks like they include things like GT, don't they? Yep. And oh. it's seven on seven card combat. Oh. So and it has uh, like its own RPG storyline in it as well. Okay. Uh, do so, I play with cards or not? I'm still yes. confused. I've seen no cards in this video. There have been cards all along this video. There were, been somebody them threw down. out some cards in a CG video. I want to know, do I collect cards and yes. build a deck? Yes. Okay. Um, they also announced that a new Dragon Ball action RPG is being developed. And the only thing we know is it's a DBZ game. So the DBZ RPGs were actually kind of good. So I'm really interested to see where this goes. And I'm definitely interested 
in this world mission. This looks cool. I was gonna, I was gonna say, didn't you play one a couple of years ago that was like a fusion? Yeah, the three DS game. That was yeah. good. You got to fly around and feel like Super Saiyan. Ah, um, yeah, it was fun. Tangentially related, but my husband and I are going to a DBZ movie showing tonight. Oh, the Broly thing? Yeah, yeah. We just looked over like, oh, it's showing at our theater. Well, let's go. I'm sorry. I've been watching more of this trailer, and it makes no sense! Well, maybe it'll make more sense when it launches on Nintendo Switch and PC on April 5th. Okay. Okay. No. How Nothing's about, right about this. Everything's about, wrong. How about we talk about The Elder Scrolls Online? It's probably going to be awesome, too. All right. Uh, what about it? It's getting an expansion. Another one? Yes. Woo! Sorry. That's you, all I can remember. That Bethesda you, conference with the woo lady. <laughs> woo! She loves okay, Elder stop. Scrolls Online. Stop. Stop. Woo! <laughs> I'm going to throw something at you if you don't stop. I'm not stopping. <laughs> so how's... how? Oh my gosh. Anna, t- say the name of this place. Elsewhere? Elsewhere? Else, oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Elsewhere? Yeah. So, elsewhere is home of the Khajiit. Oh, for goodness sake. And it also will launch the new Necromancer class. So Elsewhere is the, about the same size as Somerset, which is a previous expansion. So we're going to go get to buy Skuma in the Khajiit homeland now, finally? Uh, the expansion has a new 12-player trials, as okay. well as world events, such as Dragon's Attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so Elder Scrolls Online has like a, a sort of a free structure where you can um, go down various story paths no matter what level you are. Um, and so elsewhere is going to be, um, no matter if you're a veteran player or a new player, you can start that content basically right away. And if you were like, wait, there's an Elder Scrolls Online game? Yes, there is. It was originally released for PC in 2014 and got ported to PlayStation 4 and Xbox yeah, One in 2015. It's supposed to be pretty good, too. Um, meh. I, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Well, you can jump into the t- current two expansions, Morrowind and Somerset, prior to Elsewhere launching in If you have June Game Pass, you can just play it for free. Cool. Um, I'm sorry, I cut off your release date. June what? June 2019. Okay. I imagine this whole expansion being like the picture that I just posted in Skype and Twitch chat. Oh, no. All right. Um, I can't bring that up. If if you couldn't get enough of the stacking action in World of Final Fantasy, I have news (laughs) for you. There is another stacking game coming called Lapras Cross Labyrinth. It's an NIS game where you stack stuff and then run around and whack things with your stack. Stack whack! Anna, Woo! Anna Kelly put up a good picture. Okay. You should go look at the picture. This was originally called Lapis It's Rebus not going to count. Kajit does not discriminate. If you have coin, Kajit has wares. Oh, okay. he's so cute. Um, <laughs> Lapis Cross Labyrinth is coming out for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch on May 28th in North America, Why May 31st about the kitty cat? in Europe. So, Th- this is the one that will like give you an epileptic seizure from all the stuff going on on screen with all the yes. gems and stuff flying out everywhere. Yeah, there's just stuff going on. And there's <laughs> stacking. All right, I'm sorry. What are we talking about now? Labyrinth Cross Lapis. Labyrinth, and we're done. No, no, I need to understand. Labyrinth Cross Labyrinth. Okay, so we're Lapis? sure it's a cross and not an X, right? Yes. Okay, and we saw... Oh, this is the one with the stacking, and you said that's not a mechanic... Just from 
All right. Final Fantasy World of Maxima. So speaking of World of Final Fantasy Maxima. Oh, is that how it's set? Oh, okay. We okay. have a review. Oh. What did they think? Yeah, two and a half out of five. Aww. Mike <laughs> gives it 2.5 out of five. Poor Jooms always gets to review these terrible games. I don't he didn't like it as much as I did. You yeah, like no, this game, Anna. What like are you talking about? I but I still haven't games. gone back to it. Yeah, well, I don't know why that is. I want to see yeah, the Pascal Tama. Yeah, Pascal liked it more than I want to see the Tama five. do the things with putting the extra words the in all the sentences. Okay. We also have an Underworld Ascent review. They didn't like it. Yeah, one and a half out of five. I don't think anybody likes this game except the people so who made it. Here's, see, here's Jooms the didn't thing. review this. Yeah. At least Jooms didn't review Well, Jooms would give it a five and a half. So here's my favorite part. Here is our positives and negatives for the game. Positive. I'm sorry, our, our what? So we, at the our bottom positives? of our reviews. Oh, I feel you did there. All right, sorry. What's the, the positives? At the bottom of our, our reviews, we break down. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we break down some things we like about the game and some <laughs> things that are troublesome for the game. So here is the positives and negatives for Underworld Ascendant. Positive, adequate graphics. Negative, everything else. <laughs> Why did it think, get a one and a half Chris. then? I'm surprised it got that high of a score. I mean, you could give out zeros and point fives, can't you? I gaze too long into this glitchy abyss. Its malformed face gaze back, and in fighting its monsters, I too <laughs> become one. <laughs> Who wrote this? Joe Hanley. He's Joe. one of our newer guys. Yeah, he's one of our new guys. He's good. <laughs> Oh, dear. So uh, we also have a review for Y2K, a postmodern RPG, and we gave it four out of five. So read that review. That is a controversial score. Yeah. Well, it's a very divisive game. Pretty much everyone either loves it or hates it. All over the place. All right. And uh, Sam put up her final backlog in the year. So Sam did a sort of feature where she once a month talked about the games and her backlog and the things she's been playing and what challenges she faced playing a backlog versus new games and what it's, you know, like the pressure of having a backlog. Because I think most people have a backlog. Yeah, I have a backlog. It's tiny, but. Yeah, you're you're special. Yeah. (laughs) So let's see. What's Sam finish up? Uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Banner Saga 3, Beyond Two Souls, Dragon's Crown Pro, Final Fantasy 15, Life is Strange, Before the Storm, Okage, Tales of Berseria, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Rut Remains of Edith Finch, Yakuza Kiwami 2, Yakuza 6, Cinderella, Phenomenon, Depression Quest, Galaxy of Pen and Paper, Lady Killer in a Bind, Penny Arcades on the Rain Slick, Precipice of Darkness 4, Metopia. Wait, you can finish that? River City Rival Showdown. Yeah, that's, and, that's the oh. standalone game. Oh, right. That's the one where Lucifer was my Dark Lord. Right. Bad Apple Wars, Collar X Malice, and Stardew Valley. Collar Cross Malice. Whatever. <laughs> that's a lot of games she finished. 23. Woo! Good job, Sam. Woo! Okay. I'm going to tape his mouth shut while we do some briefs. Um, Panther. What's I'm just on, picking Anna? the thing I'm going to throw. <laughs> USB Lang- drive. Langrisser. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, no. Ma- reject, oh, reject, reject. Make right. sure it's the company secrets. No. 
USB drive. Um, if you're interested in playing Langrisser Mobile, we, we have an official name. It is now Langrisser L in dedication of that glorious era, which is... This game looks like it's translated kind of poorly. Eh. It's, it a, looks, it's a Chinese mobile game. It's on the edge. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Yeah, but it so looks like they're trying to copy a, Fire Emblem Heroes look and feel. It does. Yeah. Yeah, and Anna didn't believe me. Eh, it's not the only game that looks and plays like this. Mm-hmm. It's just Fet is the game that is most popular in the U.S. that's in this sort of I'm a 2D lane. image that I'm being shimmered on the screen to look like I'm animated, but I'm not. All right, so yeah, it's uh, coming out uh, January 22nd, 2019. Um, Away, Journey to the Unexpected has a PC release date, February 13th, 2019. Uh, As we've discussed before, it's coming to PS4 on February 5th and on Switch on February 7th and on Xbox One February 8th. That is a first-person game where you run around with a stick and do weird things. It looks yeah, like. so it's a roguelike. Oh, okay. Um, for, with first-person shooter elements, All and right. yeah, you're you're convincing friends to come with you. You're uh, with a wrench. Yeah, well, I mean, with various <laughs> things. It's a okay. stick. It's a wrench. It's a various thing. You're you are someone whose class is leader. Oh, so you perfect. can't do crap yourself, but you can find people All to right. do stuff for you. Nice. Um, Level 5 has released more information and screenshots for Yokai Watch 4. Okay. Um, we, we had an impression um, from TGS before it got delayed. And in case you feel really sad that this game isn't going to be coming out forever, uh, Yokai Watch 3 comes to North America on February 7th. This is the Switch one, or is this still 3DS? So, Yokai Watch 4 Switch. Yay! Yokai Watch 3, which hasn't come out yet in North America, is 3DS. Yay! Um, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullets Dissonance of the Nexus expansion um, is coming out. Um, so, it's out now on PC. Oh, good. Does this mean we can stop caring about Sword Art Online? For our PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. No. No. No, there's still a Switch one coming. Yeah. (laughs) They keep cranking them out, man. Anthem has kicked off a new um, gameplay video series, so you can check out the first one now. This is Anthem. This is Anthem. So yeah, check that out. Um, Division 2 slapped down a trio of trailers prior to the game's release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on March 15th. Is that where Jonathan is? Yeah. Might be. Oh, March. It will be. Actung! Cthulhu Tactics on the um, Switch hits the Switch. Should we um, care? Well, Pascal reviewed it. Should we care, Pascal? Yeah, and I don't care. Okay. Yeah, got it, it got a two and a half <laughs> out of five. Understood. Yeah, for something that has Cthulhu in its title, it doesn't have very much Cthulhu. Very what? little Cthulhu for the, the title has the most Cthulhu out of that game. <laughs> it seems like false advertising. Ouch! Yikes! I have a question about our next brief. Yeah. Why Why is there a collector's edition coming out for Dark Souls? Because the trilogy isn't out in um, Europe yet. What? But it's a trilogy. I'm so confused. The, but I mean, the game's... So this is a trilogy box set. We got this already? Um, I didn't know we didn't did this. did we get the Dark Souls no. trilogy? This is like, what Not did we need a trilogy for? Okay. Oh, we didn't get a collector's edition. Okay. Right. The, it's, it seems like the collector's is uh, unique to Europe when it comes out. Okay. But you get May. 
Dark Souls Remastered, Dark Souls 2 not remastered, Dark Souls 3 not remastered, all DLC content for all three games, a hand-painted and numbered 34 by 16 by 27 and a half centimeter Night at the Bonfire statue. That's pretty big. Dark Souls Trilogy soundtrack across six CDs. 400, I didn't know they had that many songs. 460 Dark Souls Trilogy, 460 page Dark Souls Trilogy compendium, including illustrated maps, encyclopedia, bestiary, and full dialogue manuscripts of each game. What, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, so um, the set is available for a low, low price of 450 pounds. No, that's euros. 450 euros. euros. Sorry, my bad. 450 euros. <laughs> the exchange rate for that gets worse every day in Britain, right? Yikes! <laughs> Yeah, um, they they gonna Brexit something uh, bad, but let's, let's not get into politics. Instead, okay. let's get into the question of the week. Well, there's a standard edition too. Yeah, it's already out. No, it's out in North America. The standard edition will be available to European gamers on March first. Oh, okay. That's weird. So North America got the trilogy like way before Europe did. I, who needs this trilogy? I don't understand. People what it's who for. didn't have a PS3 and want to play this it on PS4, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, when they first announced the trilogy for North America, then um, or at least it was announced at first, and there was some confusion, and then it was made clear that it was not an announcement for Europe. Okay. So now this is the European announcement, and they get the collectors with it. Oh, and you're being corrected in our Twitch chat. Oh, about what? The Fire Fades is the uh, upgraded version of Dark Souls 3. You said regular Dark Souls 3. Oh, it, they didn't say remastered, so I'm sorry. Well, not, it's not the remastered, it but it is the... It comes with the DLC, right? The DLC, yeah. yeah. So it's like the Game of the Year edition. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. All right. All Question right. of the week. Question, what was it? Do you like speedrunning? Yes. Any favorite games? Um, not Final you Fantasy speedrun? Yeah, no, that wasn't good for Chris. Anna, okay. Anna, what's your answer? Um, I speedrun Final Fantasy IV for Enterprise. Okay, there you go. All right. Shaman says, I enjoy feeling really bad when watching speedruns. I've thought about getting into speedrunning something like Kirby Superstar, but I barely have enough time to play games normally. <laughs> Strawberry Egg says, I don't find speedruns all that interesting. That's about it. Sorry. Shrug. Uh, Victor says, I find speedruns fascinating to watch on Twitch. But don't do it myself because time spent speedrunning is time that can't be spent playing a wider variety of games casually. Good point. Mr. Wolf, who submitted this via text message to 608-729-4098. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. Ooh. Says, I personally love watching speedruns and watching people blow through my favorite games that have taken me weeks to beat. Also, I love two speedruns, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, either level one critical mode or 100%. Cool. Yay! I, I love watching speedruns. Um, it, it's a great thing to kind of put on as background noise while I'm, while I'm at work. And I swear, back in the day, you know, before I started killing my reflexes with booze, I probably could have speedrunned uh, Lion King on the Genesis because I go. played that game. I played that oh, game man. so much. I played and... that right. so much. Now, is is on... Lion King like uh, is that like Aladdin, where the NES, SNES, and Genesis versions are different? Um, the game no, Gear it's the one's same. Different. Okay. Um, it's the same all, all throughout, but that game is infamous for having a set, the second level be almost impossible to beat if you don't know what you're doing. Cool. Yeah, you need to get the little bugs. Um, and you have to like roar at one monkey twice or something. And <laughs> I used, to, I used to always try to beat that level before the song ended. So it's like Castlevania two. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Oh. So lions are a miserable pile of secrets? No, no, that's that's symphony. <laughs> oh, this is uh, it's a terrible night for a lion. 
<laughs> or it's a terrible night to Hakuna Matata. I don't know. I, I need to figure that one out. All right. Um, so if you want to provide feedback to the show, there's lots of ways you can do it. Like Mr. Wolf, you can call or text 608-729-4098. You can come join us live like Daniel and Power Lord Woo. and Vaughn and... Rad Shadow. Oh. I had to lean over to read it, but thank you for screaming some more. Elder Scrolls Lady joins us live in the studio. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, twitch.tv slash rpgamer. Or you can email us, podcast at rpgamer.com. I, I actually want interesting emails. Right now I just have like an important update from Rackspace. Mailbox Woo-hoo. system error. Woo! I was going to say... Did you feed him too much coffee and donuts this uh, morning? He we seems didn't hyper. get Duncan. There was too much snow. Okay. That's the problem. I'm not having a sugar crash. Uh. Oh, that's what it is. Alternatively, you can go to rpgamer.com, click on podcast, find our podcast, hit reply. Or you can just hit Chris because he's screaming into the Whoa, microphone. Whoa, rpgamer's new website is awesome! Anna, I think you need to crush up a tranquilizer and put it in his lunch. That's oh, serious. <sighs> All right. Um, so what is our question of the week? I don't know. We should think of these things ahead of time. Um, um, should we ask people what they think of Trails of Cold Steel 3? Sure. Okay. Okay. What do you think about the Trails of Cold Steel 3 news? Text it. Email it. Post it on the website. All right. Post it everywhere. Um, new game releases. Fairy He's... Fencer F. Yeah, Advent we... Dark's Force on the Switch. Yeah, we forgot to talk about this last week. Oh, yeah? Well, yep. it's out now. Yep. Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet Dissonance of the Nexus. It's all out already. Yeah, we also for oops. Um, we also for oops. We also forgot to talk about that last week uh, because it kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Right. And Octoon Cthulhu Tactics comes out on Switch next week. Oh right. Oh. Octoon. How do we miss that one? It was up in the news. Man. Because somebody didn't do the new early game. I thought you were doing week. them earlier. I'm sorry. I thought you did them earlier. Yes. All right. So, thanks, Josh. Yeah. Thanks, Pascal. You're welcome. Uh, Vaughn suggests we do a, a USB-related question of the week. No. <laughs> no. Thank That's you, all Kelly. I'll say. We, I, Anna, we've missed a question. What? What are we going to be playing this next week? Oh. Uh, okay, Pascal, what are you playing this week? Um. Well, is it obviously Monster Boy? That's all I got. Okay. We'll about, see what happens. Josh, are you going to be playing more IKEA furniture, or are you going to play a game? Yeah, probably more Kingdom Hearts. Okay. So long as I'm not going to medieval times. Uh, Kelly, what are you playing this week? M- more trails, more Bowser, less naughty magic tricks. I'm not asking Chris what he's playing because all he's just going to do is scream. Woo! Scrolls! I mean, Diablo 3! I'm going to be playing Fairy Fencer F and taking a lot of headache pills. You need to be playing Go Give Your Husband Ritalin because it sounds like he missed his dose. Yeah, I've, right. been, I've been missing it for like the past 10 years. <laughs> All right. So no more screaming. Oh, there's a spider down here. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely time to end the show. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye.